Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. This is the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, episode 66. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Last week on the podcast, I had the great opportunity to speak with Emily Hall, a senior associate with Union Studio Architecture and Community Design. And we had a great chat about how to take a very well-known architecture firm with a recognized established brand and successfully rebrand that firm with a new name, a new logo, and a new identity. And if you missed that show, you should go back and take a listen. It was a great show. Emily shared some great insight for not only firms considering a rebranding exercise, but every one of us small firm architects. There was so much to take away from that episode. I think that your firm's brand is so important Frankly, I think it may be one of the most important factors in the success or the failure of an architecture firm. So this week, I'm going to expand my thoughts from last week's show and share my 10 rules for a powerful brand in architecture. (music) 
Support for everything we do here at Entree Architect is provided by our platform sponsor, FreshBooks. It's the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. For a free 30-day trial, visit freshbooks.com architect. Last week here on the show, I shared how Anne-Marie and I launched Five Cat Studio in 1999, and we knew that we wanted to give our firm a unique identity. Every other firm in the region was named for their founders. Another Smith & Smith Architects was not what we wanted to be. <laughs> no offense to any Smith & Smith Architects out there. Our plans were to create a firm unlike anyone else, and we needed a name to separate us from the pack. After a few days of considering alternatives, the name Five Cat Studio consistently rose to the top. Clearly unique, the name resonated with us as it represented well our personal dedication to homeless pets and our passion for animal rescue. It was a name that would help us tell our unique story. It was a name on which we could begin to build our new brand of architecture. A brand, though, is so much more than an interesting name. There are hundreds of strong brands with names lacking imagination. Frank Gehry is a very strong brand. Michael Graves, Richard Meyer, Zaha Adid each built a firm and a strong brand using their own names. But for the rest of us, creating a new, unique identity filled with character and creativity will help us build a memorable impression. A brand is not only your name, though, your logo or your marketing materials. Can you recall the logo of any of the firms that I just mentioned? Richard Meyer, Zaha Hadid? These elements can most certainly be ingredients in the recipe of a strong brand, but individually, they're nothing more than business seasoning. The author and marketing expert Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors, if you haven't read any of Seth Godin's books, pick it up. Any one of them you will be happy with. A brand is a set of of expectations, he says. A set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that taken together account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. If the consumer, whether it's a business, a buyer, a voter, or a donor, doesn't pay a premium, make a selection, or spread the word, then no brand value exists for that consumer. So it's the story. It's the brand value. It's it's the decision-making that happens in the story. As your experience grows and your reputation builds, your brand will develop with or without you. Your brand value is what others feel your brand to be. Your job is to plan and sculpt and manage your brand to tell the story that you want to be told. What is your story? What is the one unique thing that you do better than anyone else? Where do you want to go? What do you want others to say when they talk about you and your firm? Why are you worth the value you are presenting to the world? What is your story? That is your brand. So how do we build an enduring, powerful brand? Well, I have 10 rules for a powerful brand in architecture. But before we get into that, I want to just take a quick break to thank FreshBooks. 
for the support as a platform sponsor for Entrepreneur Architect. As a platform sponsor, FreshBooks has provided funding and support for our mission to become an influential force in this profession of architecture. They recognize the need for small firms to build better businesses in order to be better architects. Sound familiar? FreshBooks is the easy-to-use invoicing software designed to help us small firm owners get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. It takes care of invoicing and expense tracking, estimating, reporting, and it all happens on the cloud. So you have access to your information from anywhere you are that you have access to the internet. And their award-winning customer service will help you get set up in no time. It's simple. And I am trying FreshBooks for 30 days. It's free. 30 days free. And I think you should give it a try too. Go to freshbooks.com architect and enter Entree Architect so they know that we sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us section. So, how do you build a powerful brand in architecture? Well, here are my 10 rules for building a powerful brand for your firm. Number one, a powerful brand tells your story. The name Five Cat Studio begins to tell the tale about who we are and where we come from. Even as the firm has transferred to, uh, transferred to future leaders, the name will continue to carry on with a clear history of our firm. Our residential architecture continues to develop the story. Young families throughout the Hudson Valley have experienced our pr proprietary process and live their lives in architecture that have strengthened relationships and have brought families together. Our story at Five Cat Studio is our brand. So a powerful brand tells your story. Number two, a powerful brand is transferable. Building a powerful brand will allow you to separate yourself from the brand, you as the leader of the firm. You may be and you should be part of the brand, but brands that are built solely upon personalities die when that individual is no longer involved in the day-to-day -day businesses of the firm. A transferable brand will allow new people to grow into leadership positions without losing equity and requiring the brand to adjust. You won't have to rebrand a powerful brand is transferable. Number three, a powerful brand is differentiating. The things that make your firm different from the others is a key ingredient in the recipe of success. As Anne-Marie and I built Five Cat Studio, we focused our brand building more on the experience of the process than the creation of the design. Although our architecture is viewed as top quality, our focus on people more than the project set us apart from other firms competing in our market. A powerful brand is differentiating. What differentiates your firm from everybody else in your market? A powerful brand is differentiating. Number four, a powerful brand begins as an empty container, a carrier of your reputation. Your brand starts at zero empty of all forces and all influences. As your firm grows, your brand grows with it, slowly filling that container with brand elements. You will fill that container with your story or your clients will fill it with theirs. A powerful brand begins as an empty container. 
you need to fill that container with what you want people to think about when they when they think about and when they speak about your firm. You need to fill the container before your clients do. A powerful brand begins to as an empty container, the carrier of your reputation. So number five, the, number f- the fifth rule in building a powerful brand for your firm, number five is a powerful brand is unique. The strongest brands in the world are, quote unquote, the only. The strongest brands in the world are the only. There is only one Apple, one Disney, one Frank Lloyd Wright. He is the only Frank Lloyd Wright. Everything about these brands separate them from every other competitor. They are the only. A powerful brand is unique. What about you and your firm and your brand is the only? That's what you want to focus on. Number six. Number six, my sixth rule in building a powerful brand for your firm. A powerful brand is easily shared. Easily shared. Word of mouth is critical to the success of a small firm architecture studio. Crafting a story that can be quickly understood and easily shared will encourage your fans to talk about you, spreading your brand to their friends and acquaintances. Give your clients the script that you want them to use and that they will share with everyone they know. You need to make your brand easily shared. You know, word of mouth is historically the most powerful marketing tool small firms have. So many small firms that I work with say that word of mouth is how they get their work. Well, a powerful brand is easily shared. Create the story and make it simple to understand and easily share. Give them the tools they need to share those that story with their friends. Give them marketing materials. Give them Uh, a project book when they're all finished with photographs of the project with brand identity so they can tell the story of the process they went through. A powerful brand is easily shared. Number seven, a powerful brand defines a complete experience. Powerful brand defines a complete experience. When clients ask me what separates Five Cat Studio from other firms, I say, that it is the experience of designing and building architecture that makes us unique. It's the experience. From the initial telephone call through the first meeting, the design process, and throughout the construction of the project, our focus is on their experience and ultimately their happiness. That is what our brand is all about. We design fantastic architecture. It's beautiful to walk through. But what people know us for, and the thing that we focus all our energy on, is the experience that our clients go through when going through our projects, through the process of developing and constructing the architecture projects that we work on with them. A powerful brand defines a complete experience. Number eight, a powerful brand is easily identifiable. Okay, so now we're talking graphics and logos and colors. It's your firm's logo, it's colors, it's marketing material, it's website, it's business cards. When developed to support the brand, that identity 
your company uh, for your uh, will identify your company immediately upon first glance. So it's your firm's logo, it's colors, it's marketing material, it's website, it's business cards. When that's all developed to support the brand, then that will identify your company immediately upon first glance. Your telephone greeting, your interview process, and the project management are all part of your brand. Your employees, your vehicles, and your architecture, the building that you, you practice within, should all reflect the brand and the, identi the identity um, that you have. It should identify you without needing to say one word. And I, a powerful brand is easily identifiable. When you see a box for an iMac, you don't need to see the words iMac written on the box to know that it's an Apple product. A powerful brand is easily identifiable. Number nine, a powerful brand builds upon your greatest strengths. Builds upon your greatest strengths. What is the one thing that you do better than anyone else? If it's design, then build your brand on that. If it's the process, build your brand on that. If it's your handhold and customer service, then build your brand on that. Building a brand upon your greatest strength will quickly set you apart from everybody else. A powerful brand builds upon your greatest strengths. Number 10, and the final rule in building a powerful brand, a powerful brand evokes emotion. This is so important. So how did you feel the first time that you held an iPad and swiped your fingers across the screen? There was an emotional response to that. The first time you experienced that? As our clients watch their homes evolve and become the reality of, their, of the design and, and the fruition of their dreams, the actual product, they can start touching the thing that they dreamed about for all of these years. They are filled with excitement and anticipation as this thing comes to life. The emotions that your clients feel reinforce your brand's value. That's so, so much why I tell everybody, every one of you to do construction administration because you need to be there while your dreams become reality, while your client's dreams become reality because you are the one who did that. You were the one who designed it and created it. You are the one who should be there to help them guide them through this experience and, and be there as your client feels this emotion. The emotions that your clients feel reinforce your brand's value. Managing those emotions, which is what part of the brand does, managing those emotions will help build your brand and support everything else you do. So you know, as an architect, as an experienced architect, you've been through this process. You know where there's emotions. You know where there's bad emotions, when there are crises and things get difficult and it happens on every job, so you know they're there. And you have these amazing emotions when the project comes to life and they start walking through this building that you've designed. You can manage those emotions. And by managing those ex emotions and those experiences that will help build your brand and support everything else you do. And so, so number 10 is a powerful brand evokes emotion. So let's go through them really quickly here. Number one, a powerful brand tells your story. So what's your story? Tells your story. 
Number two, a powerful brand is transferable. It needs to live beyond you. It needs to be enduring. Number three, a powerful brand is differentiating. What makes you different than everybody else? Number four, a powerful brand begins as an empty container. It's a carrier of your reputation. You either fill it or somebody else fills it. What's the choice? Number five is a powerful brand is unique. There's only one Frank Lloyd Wright. A powerful brand is easily shared is number six. Word of mouth, right? We all live and die by word of mouth. Create a story that's easily understood and easily shared and you will succeed. Number seven, a powerful brand defines a complete experience. It's more than just the logo. It's more than just our designs. It's an entire experience, especially as architects. We are managing experiences. A powerful brand defines a complete experience from the day they learn who you are until the day they finish telling the story about this amazing experience they've come through. It defines a complete experience. Number eight is a powerful brand is easily identifiable. It's your logo and your colors and, and, and the business cards and your, your vehicles and the greeting when the phone rings. It's everything and it should all be instantly identifiable. A powerful brand builds upon your greatest strengths. Number nine, what is your greatest strength? Build upon that. And number 10, a powerful brand evokes emotion evokes emotion. What can you do to manage those emotions? What can you do as, as a brand to, to capture those times, those moments when a client first walks through those doors, the first time it, the project is framed and they start walking through and they see this dream that they've been dreaming? What can you do to capture that and take control of that and and make that part of the brand of your firm. Number 10 is a powerful brand evokes emotion. And there are so many more rules in powerful brands. I want to know what you think your rules are. What are your rules for a powerful brand in architecture? Go to the website at entrearchitect.com slash episode 66. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think of my 10 rules for a powerful brand and share your rules for powerful brand. If you like this episode, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. I know I say this every week and you don't even hear it anymore because I say it over and over again, but this is how you may help me spread the word about entrepreneur architect and our mission to become an influential force in the profession of architecture. Wake up, Go to entrearchitect.com slash iTunes and leave me a review. I want to know what you think. Do it right now, please. And if you like this podcast and the articles over at the blog, you should sign up for the Entrepreneur Architect Report. That's my free weekly newsletter. I have over 4,000 subscribers to that newsletter, and I would say it's probably the most popular thing I do. Each week, I receive dozens, or not dozens, about a dozen or so, uh, responses to, to to the things that I share in that letter. So if you want to su- subscribe, if you're not already a subscriber, because I know with 4,000 subscribers, probably most of you are already there. But if you're not, go to entrearchitect.com newsletter. 
I'd love to have you there. That's a wrap for today's show. Show notes and a direct link can be found at entrearchitect.com slash episode 66. Don't go anywhere yet. I still have quote of the week. Okay, listen up. You don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and falling over. You don't learn to walk by following rules. You learn by doing and falling over. That is Sir Richard Branson, the founder of the Virgin Group. Which rule will you break today? My name is Mark Arlapage and I am an entrepreneur architect breaking all the rules. See you next week. mentioned it to my family but in terms of telling people like oh yeah we're doing this i'm looking for projects you got anything i'm not there yet because it scares the out of me dreaming of launching your own architecture firm well we'll buckle up for a wild ride with emerging the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm where do we begin we don't even know what type of business to formalize as is it an llc is it an llp like how are taxes i mean the list is astronomical season one featured founders jeffrey lexi and chris owners of level studio architecture are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio one evening stumbled into one last dive we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. 
there is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.